Hello and welcome to Friday Afternoon and another episode of Lavish Hospitality. My name is Kim. Welcome to my table. On Fridays, we pray through the Psalms. Right now, we pray through Scripture, and right now, we are walking our way through the Psalms. So I pray that these have been a blessing to you and that you have grown like I have in my understanding of prayer and in ways that I need to be more faithful in crying out to our God who hears our prayers. So we're going to be in Psalm 5 today. Psalm 5, we're still in the beginning of the Psalms. We've got a long way to go, but I'm excited about walking through these with y'all. Look forward to seeing how God answers these prayers. And if you're praying with me, I would love to know how you're seeing God answer these prayers because God is faithful and he will answer the prayers of his people. So first I'm going to read Psalm 5 and I'm going to be reading it this week in the Christian Standard Bible. Psalm 5, the refuge of the righteous. Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my sign. Pay attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for I pray to you. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I plead my case to you and watch expectantly. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil cannot dwell with you. The boastful cannot stand in your sight. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who tell lies. The Lord abhors violent and treacherous people. But I enter your house by the abundance of your faithful love. I bow down toward your holy temple in reverential awe of you. Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my adversaries. Make your way straight before me. For there's nothing reliable in what they say. Destruction is within them. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongues. Punish them, God. Let them fall by their own schemes. Drive them out because of their many crimes, for they rebel against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them shout for joy forever. May you shelter them. And may those who love your name boast about you. For you, Lord, bless the righteous one. You surround him with favor like a shield. So now that we have read this psalm, let us pray this psalm back to God. Father, you are righteous and holy. You listen to our prayers. We can be like the psalmist and come urgently to you. God, we pray that you would hear our prayers. We pray with with urgency that you would hear our prayers. Maybe they're prayers that we don't know quite what to ask for. Maybe they're prayers for the righting of all the wrong in the world, especially this week as we lie in the news and the angst of Haiti with its political unrest and its natural disasters that have come its way, or In the fall of Afghanistan to the Taliban, I pray that you would see that. We pray that you would see those injustices and be a God of justice and sovereignty and righting of wrongs. God, we know that you answer prayers. So we 
like the psalmist, we wait expectantly for you to hear those prayers. The psalmist here prays for the destruction or the justice of the people who are against him and against you. And he says that you will not hear them and that you will remain God, that you will remain sovereign, that you will remain just, that your very character will demand that you be just. And we claim that now that your character is more stable, is more perfect than anything we see in this world in its wavering and going back and forth and ups and downs. We know that you remain the same. So we know that you are a God of justice, that you are a God of kindness, and we ask that you bring that about in the world, that you would write the wrongs that we see against the vulnerable, that we see against women, that we see against children, that we see against Christians who are proclaiming the gospel in the world, we ask that you make right all wrongs. God, we pray that we would be expectant, that our hearts would not grow cold to to you or to your ways even in the times that we pray and you may not answer us right away. We may be sitting here waiting for you to answer prayers and we may not see how you're working. God, open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds to things that you're doing. Reveal your truth and your ways to us. We come open and ready and expectant to what you are doing. And God, if those answers do not come in the way that we see fit, that we would want them answered, I pray that you would make our minds and hearts one with yours. That we would know that you are perfect in how you answer prayers. That you, as it says elsewhere in the Psalms, that you are a sun and a shield. That you give blessings and withhold as well. We pray that we would get on the same page with you in all things. God, I pray that um, just as the psalmist did here, that you would um, not focus my mind on what is wrong in the world, but I, I do pray that you would make us unlike the ones who do wrong, not haughty, or proud that we would always say, oh, I would never do that, or I would never tell lies, or I would never think evil thoughts, or I would never sin against the Lord, or I would never do anything wrong. God, we know that we are sinful people. We know that we are sinful people in need of a great Savior. God, I pray that we would um, not be arrogant about the things that we don't need to be arrogant about. I pray that that we would not be arrogant about our worth or our works or what we do or how we live or what we think may or may not be true. God, I pray that that we would look to you who is the only right and perfect being in the world. 
God, I pray that you would make me humble, that you would make us a humble people, ready to take what we hold in our hands and lay it at your feet and say, do with it as you please. That you would give as you see fit and take away as you see fit. God, I rejoice that that you welcome the humble in your presence. And I pray that, um, that you would make me humble, that you would make us a humble people. God, we know that the only way that we can come into your presence, even as the psalmist says, we repeat even thousands of years later, we repeat that the only way that we can come before you is by the blood of Jesus. He said it as the covenantal love and mercy of God that we can enter into the sanctuary of God. And we know that on this side of the cross, we see that covenantal has said loving kindness, faithful mercy of the Lord was finished in the work of Christ on the cross in the empty grave. And we come clothed in the righteousness of Christ to your dwelling place that we would be shaped and formed and molded by the very being of Jesus who stands to intercede for us even now. He is perfectly righteous. The Spirit, I pray that the Spirit would come and dwell in our hearts to make us humble people, to make us people who crave righteousness, who crave right living, right living according to the word of truth. God, you breathe your words into the psalmist. You breathe your words into our lives by the reading of this word. And I pray that you would shape us by it. God, you do not delight in wickedness or evil or telling lies, but you delight in right living and a right heart. One's focused on you and your great mercy through Jesus. So we come by the blood. We come by the cross. We rejoice in the empty tomb. God, in that very end of that Psalms, that Psalm 5 today says, But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them shout for joy forever. May you shelter them. May those who love your name boast about you, God. Not boast in ourselves, not boast in what we do for you, not boast in what we've done for you, not boast about what we will do for you, not boast about how great we are or what we do that is right, but that we would find our boast in you and you alone that you would be a refuge. We flee to Christ to be our refuge against the people trying to destroy all things good in the world. By you, we know that we have a refuge from the evil one. We know that in you, Satan cannot snatch us out. We have a forever refuge and holding by Christ. 
And we thank you for that. God, we thank you that you sent Jesus to pray and groan about the injustice of the world. And he took all of that injustice upon himself and died on a cross. Because he knew that was the only way that all the injustice and the wickedness and the evil and the betrayal of this world would go away. Is that by the cross, one day you would make all things right. God, and we eagerly anticipate the day when you will right all wrongs. You will make everything sad become untrue. You will wipe away every tear. You will wipe away all the fears. You will take away everything that is wrong in this world and make it right. We say, come quickly, Lord Jesus, and it's in his name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today here at Lavish Hospitality. And I look forward to seeing how God will continue to work his word in our lives. See you all next week.